Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hey everybody, welcome back to Living Simply with Dr. Gina. Dr. Gina, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ben. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm excited today. We're talking about the importance of connection, the power of connection. Uh, explain a little bit about why uh, it's so important. So basically, we're human beings. We're a social species, whether we're introverts, extroverts, combination of both. We're not meant to be isolated, so it doesn't mean we have to be needy and with people all the time, but research shows that people who are connected with other people do better in life mentally and physically. So I thought we should talk about connection today because also the holidays are showing up. <laughs> Absolutely. Soon. Uh, so you have sort of six A's uh, the six A's to the need to connection for connection. Can can you uh, can you walk us through? Maybe start us with why why you think the six A's are a simple way to break things down into this complicated subject. So I didn't invent this. There's a meditation teacher I like to listen to, and his name is David G. And he talks about the four A's. So um, there was the four A's, and I added two more based on other readings, stuff I read from Buddhism, um, psychology, and I just extended it a little bit. I like it. So <laughs> if, if you want, I'll name all of them, and then we can go one by one. I would love that. Please name them all. Perfect. So we all need attention and acknowledgement acceptance, appreciation, attunement, allowing, and affection. I like it. Which are, are all great components of how we connect with people. Um, so, so let's start with attention. That was the first one you mentioned. Um, and uh, I think that a lot of people think of attention as a bad thing. Well, needing the, attention, the, the need for attention as a bad thing. Sorry, not attention yeah. in general. So <laughs> when I speak of attention in my notes, I wrote slash acknowledgement. We all need this to the sense of being acknowledged when we're with people. So it's, and I also, um, it also applies with us as adults, with little, our kids basically to promote secure attachment. So eye contact is very important. If someone's talking to you and your face is in your newspaper or in your phone, well, we don't, we're not, there's a disconnect <laughs> there. So eye contact is important. Uh, we got two ears, one mouth. So listening when someone's talking, not planning what we're going to say or the next step of the conversation. It's, it's really empathic listening and being fully present, um, paying attention to, other, to the other person's body language, nonverbal language, because if we pay attention and we acknowledge the other, it will impact the interaction, the communication. If someone's, uh, let's say I'm talking to you and you're constantly checking your watch, 
um, I might think, well, maybe I'm talking too much. Um, maybe he has an appointment. So if I'm acknowledging you and paying attention, I'll pause and I'll go, Ben, I, I notice you're checking your watch. Am I holding you back? Uh, do you have somewhere to go? Um, so <laughs> being a, paying attention to someone allows us to adjust constantly when um, we're communicating and interacting with them. And it will increase, increase the odds of being attuned to the other person's needs and wants, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> Iro <laughs> I, ironically, I do, uh, unfortunately, check things a lot during the show because I have to, you know, <laughs> make sure that we're, we're hitting things in a timely manner because the show is only so long. So um, I'm, I apologize for that. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I'm oh. so caught up in what I'm saying. Yeah, I just yeah. use that as an example because uh, many people don't aren't even self-aware of their own oh, yeah. body language. So if you think outside of work, like our context is a bit like work, but, you know, social interactions, people are on their phones. I, know, actually, I actually think I'm way better at um, social interaction than – you know, like I feel bad sometimes being the the producer of the show on on a show like this, because um sometimes I'm sometimes I'm not like I'm I'm listening to you because I but I am there. There's definitely times when you know I'm looking at our show notes and going, okay, I got to find the transition to this, or uh, you know, it's ten minutes in and we're not halfway. You know, we're we're not even close to halfway through, or you know, maybe we're running out of the the rope or, or, you know, time to switch to the moment of gratitude or something. So uh, it's, a, or levels, you know, checking levels and, and stuff like that. So um, attention, attention, because I have to divert my attention yeah. sometimes during podcast recording, it makes me feel bad about doing it. And because of that, I think, in real life, when there's not a microphone in my face, um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I, I think I'm more attentive. To, but to here, here it goes, it goes both ways because let's say you're doing a podcast show. The person you're interviewing know you have a dual role. Right. Right. You're interviewing, but you're also producing. So it comes back to the four agreements where <laughs> the people on the other side, so me and whoever else you're interviewing, we also have to pay attention to you and know right. and acknowledge that you also have a job to do. So we need to not take personally that your attention has to be divided because you're just doing your job. Right. So then that will help you not feel guilty about well, it. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> so attention um, is a two-way street. Yes. Uh, right. Why do we put a negative connotation on attention? You know, like kids, for example, were oh, you know, she just she's acting out because she wants attention, and uh, a lot of times when when that is brought up around me, I'm like, and give it to them. <laughs> like, exactly. So <laughs> if if. Because the little kids are not skilled yet at 
expressing it or even knowing it, we are social creatures. We need that attention and children even more because they're not independent. So that's why we have to be careful. If we only pay attention to them in a negative way, like scolding them, getting angry at them, they're learning the only way I get attention is if I misbehave. So we want to transform negative attention seeking into positive attention. So it's our job to go, okay, this kid needs connection, needs attention. Let's, when they're doing bad things, let's ignore it and pay more attention to the positive so it outweighs the negative. You know, I think I'm pretty good at that with the four-year-old, but mm-hmm. you just you just helped me a lot with dealing with my mother, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it works with everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. She, um, yeah, she she tends to seek attention in the negative way, uh, but I'm not giving it to her unless it's in the you know. So the yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, why some kids and adults only get attention when they're sick. Right. So they can make themselves sick, little kids, grown-ups, doesn't matter the age, because that's the way they get attention when they're hurt, when they're crying, but not the other time. So that's another form of negative attention. Yeah. Uh, Second A, acceptance. Acceptance. So acceptance boils down to unconditional love. So it's a lot easier to love our kids unconditionally than grown-ups um but basically is accepting people for who they are we our job is not to change people but to see them for who they are and if we're not willing to accept them we'll change friends um so when when we accept people um whether it's a partner a friend a child um it reduces our suffering, our struggling. It improves problem solving because when we talk about the concept of acceptance in general, we're, we're, we're dealing with reality instead of dealing with fiction and our wish of how this person should be. Or in the dating world, you might see women or guys date for a person's potential. And we're like, well, his his or her potential doesn't exist. You come back to reality. This is who they are. Are you willing to accept them the way they are? And if not move on. So acceptance is very important. So with our kids as well, if we have a kid who's not athletic and your dream is for your kid to play pro basketball, pro hockey, and they want to do ballet well you need to accept your kid is not a hockey player and encourage their true self to grow and love them unconditionally um that's uh uh, every time acceptance is brought up i keep (laughs) uh, you know remember i like i always think of uh suffering being the suffering is the resistance to what is you know Mm -hmm. um and uh i think when you are not accepting someone for whatever it is you know like you just said the kid that wants to do ballet instead of 
hockey, um, you're you're suffering, they're suffering. Like whenever, whenever you're not accepting somebody for whatever it is, you're just spiting them and yourself, and you're you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's, I don't think anything rips apart a connection <laughs> the need for connection less than than the resistance to acceptance i yeah, i could totally. be wrong on that but that feels like you know if you're not accepting a person for who they are in whatever aspect that is you know they they don't want to get a job like you did when you you know they don't want to go to the same college you don't want to yeah. and then the bigger and then obviously the bigger ones that we all um think of uh i think that there's nothing more damaging than the connect the connection between two people than not accepting somebody for how they are or yeah, who they it, are. it it hurts the connection it hurts the bond and if you think from a kid's percep- perspective um it damages their self-esteem because it teaches them you're not okay i'm okay um, and that person I've never heard that. That's nice. It persists, it's horrible, but it's it's yeah, nice it saying. <laughs> it, it persists into adulthood. I, I'm thinking of a client I had yesterday who's brilliant, brilliant. She's brilliant, and I don't want to give too much details, so I'll I'll make it fictitious. Let's say she has a degree in engineering. Um. But one job after the other, she she's such a kind soul. She keeps being abused at work and she's burned out and she's decided she really loves another job that's totally unrelated to her job. Let's pretend it's photography. And that's frowned upon by her family. And she's a 30-year-old woman. And she's like, but it makes my heart sing. It makes me happy. I don't want to be an engineer anymore. And I know my family is going to push back because I won't make a lot of money in photography. But I love it. I'm trained as an engineer. So there's this big struggle that it won't be accepted. And it's putting her in fear. How are these people going to react? And she will follow this dream and then there'll be self-acceptance, right? That it's okay. Even if I'm an engineer, I can become a photographer because that's what makes me happy. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a beautiful story. At first, when you said that you were talking to somebody and they were brilliant, I assumed you were talking about (laughs) me. Um, But uh, that does not sound like a conversation that we've had. So I will continue to dream that you when you talk to other people you call me brilliant and then make up a fictitious story about me behind Uh, your back yeah yes please i only in i only give people compliments behind their back uh (laughs) so what is that's a joke by the way um attunement what what is that word i know being no no just tell me what is attunement attunement means uh, once to be attuned you need to be present so it's being aware of the self and the other and being able to separate you from the other person. So basically being attuned, a bit like when you're tuning an instrument, if you use a tuning fork, 
when you're really on the notes, it, it flows, right? So the conversations flow better. The interactions flow better when you're attuned to the other person, their needs, and you separate your needs from them. And then it allows you to create healthier boundaries. So if you're attuned to the other person and to yourself, when things happen, you're less likely to project onto the other. You're less likely to take things personally because you're able to separate. Yeah, that's him. That's me. So if I'm attuned to you, um, I'm really empathic that although we're discussing, you also need to make sure the sound is good, timing, and that you can't always look at me in the eyes, that you need to attend to these other things. So I'm really attuned to you. So I won't be offended by your behavior. So I won't react to you and project on you and go, he doesn't like me. And how dare he do this? And if Um, I'm attuned to you, if I'm getting this right, and if I'm attuned to you, I'm not taking it personally that uh, English is your second language and you have a better vocabulary than I am. Than I do. See, than I am. You have a better yeah. vocabulary than I do. I tried to make a joke and I can't even. It's not even a joke, though. You have a better vocabulary than I do, and this isn't even your first language. So, ouch. I do know what being attuned, you know, to something is. Um, I just wasn't thinking about it, and I've never heard attunement in the in the way that it was said. But that makes a lot of sense. I wanted to add to to what you're saying is a good precursor to being attuned to someone is curiosity and presence, right? If you're curious as opposed to judgmental or you, or you prejudge or you set um, criteria, whatever it is, if, if you prejudge a situation as opposed to being curious, you cannot be attuned to someone. So if you're curious, let's see where this goes. Let's see how they react. You're less defensive, so you're more attuned to the other person. And you're more inclined to validate, be empathic, and problem solve. And as a result, it's less conflictual. Uh, not being in tuned, I can't read my own handwriting uh, at the moment. <laughs> so um, I believe the next one is allowing. Am I right? Yeah, we skipped one, but we'll go back to Wait, it. We skipped one? We, we skipped appreciation. So you pick appreciation or allowing. Oh my God. Well, let's go back to appreciation. I'm so sorry that I skipped it. That's okay. So appreciation, that's obvious. We all like to know we feel appreciated, um, that we're not taken for granted. So showing our appreciation to other people makes the other person feel good. Um, It strengthens the relationship. It shows reciprocity, closeness. Um, And yeah, if we show appreciation to the other It's another form of communication and promoting connection because the other person doesn't go unnoticed, right? So all these concepts are interrelated, obviously. There's a bit of an overlap. 
Right. Um, I love I love appreciation though. I love showing like I think showing appreciation for somebody like I really love the just the whole process of going above and beyond to show appreciation. Yeah, and it costs nothing. You don't need to spend money to show appreciation. It could be op- opening a door for someone, could be a thank you note, could be Exactly, a, could be telling them a, a it's, voice memo, you it, know. It's almost jarring when somebody shows appreciation to you. You know, like I don't think we ever expect it. I, I think yeah, sometimes if you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you expect it, it then you're stuck in being attached to the outcome. So, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not attached to that, yes, appreciation always feels good. I have found even when I do expect it, even when I'm like, come on, like come on it, you know which i do do sometimes and that's that is not great but um even if so like even if i was expecting it uh mm-hmm. I, I, it actually coming like actually getting appreciation from somebody like never doesn't feel good you know what yeah, i mean exactly. and it's always a surprise too like you, you never expect to to be to to get that level of appreciation from somebody so I think that appreciation is a form of attention that is <laughs> uh, so loving, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if you're very attuned to the other person, um, I won't go into details into the how because it's a whole episode on itself, but there's a great book called The Five Love Languages. We all have different ways that we like to be shown how we're loved and appreciated. So if there's the words of affirmation, acts of service. Some people like to give gifts. Some like to spend quality time together and some like physical touch. So if people want to do the test to see what their love language is and their partners, their children, then you can even take advantage of that and be even more attuned to how a person likes to be shown that they're appreciated. That sounds awesome. So that's called the five uh, love languages. The five love languages. Awesome. And um, on their website, they have tests for adolescents, couples, individuals. It's interesting. That sounds amazing. Uh, now we are moving back down to allowing. Yes. <laughs> So allowing is that it's self-explanatory is you just allow things to be. You live true to your values and you allow the other ones to live true to their values. So it allows both people to be authentic. Uh, it's, it's very close to acceptance. Allowing promotes or letting go promotes being allowing, if you stop trying to control, you're allowing the other person be the way they are. It reduces resistance, anxiety. And obviously, to be in a state of allowing, we have to let go of judgment as well. So we got to accept no, not everyone is like us, has our values. Um, we all have different values based on our upbringing our culture, our religion, if we have one. And we need to know everyone's different that way. 
I think this is a, I think this is a good example of the difference between acceptance and allowing. This doesn't really fit into acceptance, but I think it fits into allowing. And I'm not going to change the story to a fictitious one to protect the innocent because they're not going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but uh, so yesterday um, was Thanksgiving and the person we were hosting Thanksgiving and the person who will not be named um, was very particular and, uh, you know, wants to do all of everything themselves. And uh, there was another person coming. Well, there were several, you know, there were a lot of people coming, but there was one person coming that um, no, nobody nobody was asked for help. Like nobody, and, and it kind of blocked people, you know, from from some of these things, from, from getting attention and acceptance. You know what I mean? Because like when it's Thanksgiving, you want to help and make the, you know, do, do all of that stuff. But, um, one person that came was having a clearly bad day when they came in and were, were kind of miserable. And there were a lot of reasons why that are very understandable. And, um, when the first person who was kind of controlling everything allowed them to do their thing, which they was their comfort zone, which was helping, you know, so it had nothing to do with acceptance, but when I think when she, when, when she allowed the other person to help, um, which was what that person wanted to do really, Mm -hmm. uh, it opened everything up and both of them had a much better day because of it and everything flowed better and, you know, but, um, you're not blocking the other person from a situation you know it's not like acceptance where you're you know there's something that you have to get over like for for them but just mm -hmm. allowing them what they need in the yeah, situation. allowing them to be authentic right yeah. their yeah. authenticity is about helping out and allowing them to just be right. true themselves and and you know later that night when everybody left like we were talking about it and we were like that's what everybody needed everybody needed to be allowed to to participate and feel good together you know mm -hmm. um so that was and, and that was what everybody needed to feel that connection yeah uh, exactly yeah so the last one is affection yes so um a little warning before I get into it. <laughs> Affection where I where that I'm talking about now is physical touch. So the warning beforehand is you really got to be attuned <laughs> and accepting of the other person because some people have been victimized and don't like to be touched. So it doesn't mean go start touching everybody. So and there's important boundaries to be kept at work so there there's a place for touching and there are places where you never touch um i mean place location um and people right so and there's forms of affection that are acceptable forms that are not so let's put aside everything inappropriate um at the base whether we're kids or adults we all need physical touch. People who disconnect 
often might have a history of trauma or bad experience, but there are studies in orphanages, there are studies on couples, people do better when there's physical touch. We can co-regulate better, it is soothing, it improves our mood, it reduces cortisol, which is the stress hormone, reduces heart rate, blood pressure, increases oxytocin, which is the love hormone, builds immunity, promotes healthy attachment between parent and child, promotes growth, blah, 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 and so on. It helps with emotional regulation. So there's tons of benefits to physical touch, which is probably also why pet therapy works so well, because we're touching the animals usually. Yeah, I that I don't yeah, that makes a lot of sense. There's you know, sometimes there's uh like nothing better to calm you down than like a hug. You know, <laughs> as yeah. and it kind of sounds silly. Um, but it's or not. it could, but yeah, no, it's not. Um because sometimes words there are no words, right? I have a colleague who was just diagnosed with uh, cancer and she's young. And after we were over what's going on, the scans are getting surgery. I just looked at her because she's not a close friend. She's a colleague. I asked her, do you need a hug? And she said, yes. So I hugged her. So hugs are soothing. They make us feel good. And like I said, there are boundaries that need to be respected. Obviously, you ask permission. Um, But yeah, there's tons of research on the physical and emotional benefits of physical touch. Well, those are the six A's. Yes. Uh, Yeah, we covered them all. Um, Do you have any last uh, words before we move into our gratitude segment uh for the need for connection yes so all these uh, a's are what build healthy connections between people but what's important to remember as well and we've talked about this before and we could talk about this again is also the importance of boundaries right so these are in ideal healthy relationships if we're dealing with toxic people, narcissists, abusive people. We don't need to stay there and be attuned and give affection and allow <laughs> yeah. when it's abusive, obviously. So this applies to healthy relationships. So the six A's only apply when there isn't the seventh A, abuse. abuse. Yeah. Yeah, great point. Yeah, then you walk away. <laughs> That's the eighth A walk away. away <laughs> I don't want to away wanna, away. <laughs> it, it, I don't want to uh here, here, you drop this mic. Grab the mic. There we go. Um so that's it. Uh let's talk gratitude. Um who who do you want to go first, Gina? You go first. Okay. Uh 
I am uh, our moment of gratitude, how we end every show. Uh, today, I am going to talk about being grateful for um, this weekend. We have a, I'm going to say family party, which is interesting because it's not my family. Um, but, uh, there, there's a, uh, a family party and, um, I'm, you know, grateful for, uh, the whole cliche, like you don't have to be blood to be family thing. And, um, yeah. you know, the fact that, uh, the, the fact that those people have let me into their family and let me into their lives and, consider me um that close is is very nice and uh so i'm excited to you know i just saw them yesterday for for the holiday and tomorrow morning we're gonna film something stupid and funny uh that i'm excited about that i wrote and then uh tomorrow night is a you know is a birthday party for the matriarch of that family and uh it's all gonna be really nice awesome yeah. i hope you have fun Thank you very much. I actually am excited because I get to go because another gig got canceled for this weekend. So yeah. I get to go to the whole thing. Um, your moment of gratitude, your your thing of gratitude for the day. So my puppies. So one is Lola. She's my boxer. She's really my dog. The other little one is my daughter's dog with her dad, but it's always ending up in my house. <laughs> so that's Lulu, the little one. Uh, the reason I love these dogs, and especially my old Lola, she's just turned 10, uh, is their unconditional love. Um, they are attuned and present and themselves, and they're non-judgmental. They bring me tons of joy. They make me laugh. They crack me up. Um, they bring me peace and they're amazing role models of patience, forgiveness, presence, unconditional love, um, and how to take each day and live it to the fullest. I just love them. That's so nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't put this together. We, we talked about your dogs a little bit earlier cause they were making some noise on a previous episode. Uh, I didn't put this together, but um, my cousin, who like I grew up with, like a brother, uh, lives in Tennessee now, so kind of far away. He has two dogs, and their names are Lulu and Lola. Wow! Yeah, what a coincidence! Yeah. Very weird. Um, all right, so that is it for this episode, uh, Dr. Gina. People want to get in contact with you. They want to uh, get your help, your perspective on some stuff. What's the best way to find you? So drgina.ca or drmadrigrano.com. And I have a free ebook so they can get it there as well. Awesome. Very nice. And all of those uh, links will be linked in the description of the episode. Um, thank you very, very much, Gina. Have a great weekend. You too. For more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, Go to drmandragrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.